You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Anyways, what's up, people? I, I am not that innocent. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> guys, this is... We're not in sync right now. Welcome we're Britney back. Spears. Welcome back, everyone. What's up? Um, don't worry. The show is not about the Super Bowl or us going to Florida. It's about something way more important than that. We'll talk about that again to you guys later when you're when, like yeah. nothing should be talking about that. <laughs> um, but instead, we are talking about Framing Britney, which is the document, the hour. It was an episode of a documentary series. Right. Can we, series. Right. Can we talk... So my expectation, the way that everybody was talking about yeah. this, was that this was going to be a four-parter. Yeah. Um, each episode an hour, and it was just going to be all about Britney Spears. It's, Little. We would have gotten that if Netflix had handled it. Probably. Yeah. Hulu kind of. Who's like, well, yeah. dropping the ball? Yeah. What's so up with that? that's the first th- complaint, right? That right. We yeah. We heard all this news about this documentary framing Britney. And you think when you hear about it like that, oh, it's probably like one of those four episodes. I know. Things. I thought I was going to hear about stuff that one I never episode, knew about. And not a lot of new information. Not a lot of new information. <laughs> so guys. tell us about this so uh, doc. What, break it what down. is it? So um, it is a documentary. Yeah. A news documentary that basically centers around Britney Spears and how she started and like her her beginning, middle, and her comeback, basically. And so it actually it talks a lot about the free Brit- the hashtag free Britney uh, movement that is circulating in LA that started in LA I believe, yeah. um, because Britney Spears has a conservatorship mm-hmm. with her father, and it's odd because it's re- that kind of thing is really for people who are you know really elder who are like losing their minds who don't really have the capacity to understand their finances and all this yeah. stuff. Not really for a 30-something who is perfectly capable, who is doing tours, a residency, creating new music, all that. So there was a lot of confusion about why he was still had stay in in her life, basically. Because yeah. it's not just over her as a being it's also her the business of britney spears that her father has control of it's um it's interesting though because they they do uh, follow along as far as all the thing all the major things that happen in her life and how we who watch the media i guess interpreted it because they even started talking about how when instagram came along she could actually show exactly what her life is really like and not like the well what were part. your okay so i Britney Spears, Pop 2000, saying all that, like a super duper fan. So I know yeah. a lot of the stuff that was happening. Yeah. Um, and, you know, growing up in the TRL days, you it's hard not to have they known were basically, the things that were going on. They were basically my friends. But yeah. what did you... I'm assuming that you were as big of a Britney Spears no, fan I mean, as me. I wasn't, like, against her or nothing. Not like I was, like, saying, oh, I'd kill her. Nothing like that. What? But what... But... I definitely was a fan of pop because who wouldn't hear a song and like just start like jamming to it, especially working at McDonald's. I would constantly hear her music. But what did you, was there anything in the documentary that you were like I, surprised by? Honestly, no, because I feel like everything they talked about in the documentary was already known information. I, when I first started watching it and we said, hey, yeah, let's sit down and watch this. I thought they were going to bring out something new. I thought they were going to 
I personally thought they were going to talk about more about Kevin Federline and how he duped her into marrying and having a kid with them. By the way, I feel like that they is didn't such a big that. part of like her story, and the fact that they didn't even breakdown. and the fact that they didn't even say anything they about that, about how he was introduced. Yeah, their own reality show, guys. If they you, had a whole reality show. They didn't even mention it. Yeah. It was called My Prerogative, I think. Yeah, something um, like that. It was on UPN. Um, and they, CW. they mentioned the whole thing with Justin, but they really didn't. All they yeah. did was mention it. Okay, so when I... Here's my thoughts on this. It's going to be unpopular by all means, and I'm willing to stand by what I'm saying. So... I was once a diehard Justin Timberlake fan. Like, you couldn't tell me anything different. And so... The fact that when we're watching this documentary, all they talk about was Crimea River. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how he went on, he did a radio interview. And, you know, the big thing during that time was, you know, these pop stars, specifically females, and their virginity. Yeah, Explain yeah. that to me. Everybody was interested business. in the pureness. Right. That's sick. One. We'll, we'll touch yeah, back one. on why yeah. the world hates women. Um, but... So he said, yeah, I hit that, which I, when I heard that, I was like, what a douchebag. Here's the thing. You were, you fucking grew up with her. You did the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. You're going on tours together because it was such a, you know, boy bands and like, you know, Britney Spears, the Christina Aguilera invasion. thing. Yeah. So you're going on tours. You're doing all the same circuits. And the fact, and you dated her. And like, we never really get a clear indication of why it ended. Just rumors that she cheated. Okay, fine. But, like, what a douchebag thing to go on radio and be like, I hit that. That First of all, the girl deserved, the woman deserved way more respect than that. Yeah. Regardless of what she did, you grew up with her. You had a whole nother Life level than just dating her. As far as Crimea River, who the fuck cares? Isn't that what musicians do? They take... I mean, Something let's... Something happens in their life, dude, and they write a song about it. Let's talk it. about how people were scared to date Taylor Swift for a long time because they didn't want to be the subject yeah. of any song. So, like, to say that he used that to weaponize and tell his side, obviously, he's a musician. That's what people do. Yeah. Um, but she made an entire album about having a different kid. <laughs> with um, the, having a kid with a different woman. The other thing they talked about was just, like, the, the visual for Crimea River. Again, he's a musician. Like, yeah. he's telling his stories. Like, get the fuck over it. I was expecting that they were going to do this whole thing where he was maybe manipulative and like jealous of the attention that but they didn't they touched that for two seconds and the fact that it trended for so long and people were just like uh justin timberlake's a terrible person you didn't show me anything for me to gather yeah i don't know why people got so riled up about him they when really they didn't say anything that we didn't already know that's what i'm saying so why did people get all all messed up on Justin where it even affected the real world and Janet Jackson ended up getting up on the charts? I mean, okay, so that's a totally different thing. No, um, but what I'm saying is, like, what in the documentary did people watch that made them all fuck Justin? Because other than that, that right, one thing you said on the radio I think, show. Yeah, I think it's like a string of things, there was right? Not really and it was definitely that, that the Janet Jackson Super Bowl incident that really... Like, oh, it's not just, he, he's done it to women. It's not just one woman. Um, but regardless of that, well, that's a whole other subject as well. Um, the documentary didn't really explore anything other than the problems that she's going through with her father. And the, here's the thing that I, 
with these documentaries, if the artist themselves is not involved, mm. it's hard for me to care about the story. You take it with a big grain of salt. Right, because you're only telling one side. Yeah. You really don't know what's happening because they yeah. don't even have, like, lawyers aren't allowed to say it. Like, the people involved in it can't really talk about it. Mentioning that, by the way, if <laughs> there's a part where they have the lawyer of um, Jamie Spears on there. Yeah, she, and she like, specifically on the says... I can't tell you about that specific case, but maybe I can give you an example. <laughs> who later, who later after the documentary drop, rejoined his team, yeah. by the way. Um, so there must be money going on. It's like so crazy. Um, the other thing about it was, also they also interviewed a pop, a longtime paparazzi that was following her. And one of the things they asked was... Yeah, they make paparazzis look bad on this stuff. I mean... I Not mean, that they don't already, but it's like reinforces the, the stuff. visuals of like all these flashing lights when she just had a baby. By the way, let's say let's talk about this for a second. Yeah, they have the scenes where she's just walking around just to get a cup of coffee or walking around with her baby, and you're mobbed by all these flashing lights. Yeah, and then to have to turn around and explain why you're doing the things that you're doing kinda, as a parent, it's like kind of scary. To it's watch. and it's sad. What I think the best part of the documentary was when Matt. Lauer is, you know, doing an interview with her and basically kind of questioning her motherhood. This from the guy who has a remote control door closer. Yeah, who decided to add Matt Lauer to that? I mean, of all the interviews she's done, she's done a lot. You picked the Matt Lauer one. That was really weird and out of taste uh, because of the everything that he went through that he made women go through. I mean, right? Like, why would uh, the Diane Sawyer thing? I was shocked about because I think when all that was really happening, I just was not watching Dateline or 2020 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But watching that, she's really aggressive with her and how she talks to her. Almost like if that's Justin Timberlake's mother. And she's like, what did you do to my son? What did you do to him? What did you do? You but did what something. did you do? But what did you but do? But what do you think you Diane did? Diane Sawyer, why do you hate women? Like, yeah. why? She's a... F- she's a- And meanwhile, she's only what, in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. She's not... It makes you kind of sad. It may, it, it's actually just sad. It makes it's you sad. It's a watching. clear example of how we, how we, really mess people's lives up when they become celebrities. Oh yeah, especially back then. Like, and obviously there's a degree of how much responsibility you have for yourself. But the things that people around her were doing, it was just disgusting. Especially the mobs of flashing lights from the paparazzis. I don't understand how a picture of her just opening a door catches you a million dollars. Well, okay, so back then, this is for our younger listeners, (laughs) before social media, we read, like, magazines and such. Yeah, Um, but it's crazy how much it was circulating like that. Just, like, you have a bounty on your head all the time. And But the thing is, too, like, I wonder who was buying those. I went to the grocery store. I passed by all those magazines. I never picked them up either, and I would pick up magazines at the cash out. Me. It was me. I'm sorry. I uh, what were you lo- sickness. But like, what is in the Us magazine that makes you stars? They're just like us. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you know what it is, and we had a conversation about this before. It's it's our need to watch a disastrous thing happen right before our eyes, and this is like before so social media only amplified it. It, but it was the need to see. These people who have money, yeah, to see them go through problems, right, and be like, oh, you see, like, 
Rich people have problems. Rich people have problems too. They also have to pick up laundry. I gotta tell you, I don't know if I can handle rich people problems. Yeah. Because it's way more than like poor people problems. I mean, and you know, I only say that in things that you and I can do stuff. No, unless we post it on social media, and even when we post it on social media, nobody really cares. But somebody as big as Britney Spears can literally just post one picture. It could just be of her eyeball. She gets a million views and people are like, oh my. It's, so it's just amplified on things. And it the paparazzi, they asked the paparazzi, was there ever a time when she just said stop? And he deadass oh looked God. into the camera and goes, well, no, she never gave us any indication that she didn't want That's us to the follow part her. That I pause and, and, then and then what did he say after that? He said, well... She she told us to leave her alone for... She would just say for, like, the day. Never, like, forever. What? Like, what do you think leave me alone means? <laughs> yeah, it was... I, I feel like it was missing a lot. So, okay, so the documentary comes and goes. Everybody's tweeting support. Bashing Justin. <laughs> a week goes by. <laughs> a week goes by. And Actually, no, it had to... A week? Uh, I feel Maybe like it was like, more. Like within a week. Justin decides, all right, fine, I'm going to give an apology <clears throat> to both Britney and Janet Jackson because yeah. kill two birds, one stone. Almost like he's apologizing to the music industry as a whole. Right. Um, His apology was not very specific as far as Britney Spears is concerned. He was just and like, sorry you guys were mad. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like, sorry you guys are mad. But because of that, Janet Jackson's album Control like went and skyrocketed. It's a new album, right? No, it's like her first no. album. Oh, okay. Skyrockets because of this apology. Because now people are like, you know, it's which unfortunately got us, which got us talking about the fact that when things happen, there's people out there who have never heard of the art these celebrities came out with. Yeah, or why things are as big as they are. So on the positive side, yeah, Janet Jackson enjoyed a little bit of time on the top of the charts. Again. On the negative side, we start talking about how people did that with R. Kelly's music, too. They did it with the country singer yeah. who, who like was dropped from every... I don't even know his name. His his skyrocketed. Takashi 6 9 somehow. Yeah. Um. So... Like, what a way to get on the charts, becoming... Becoming connected to something terrible. <laughs> I yeah, but it years it later. Circles. Years later, because we're not talking about like their new albums. R. Kelly's old music topped the charts because of those documentaries. And it circles back to our need to to know everything and like, why it's so disastrous. Then, you know, um, Justin, I think you were dumb for writing the apology. I'm gonna be. I you know, it's been so long for the fact that you didn't do it. The fact that you're doing it now is stupid. You should have just. I'm telling you, when we blow up, people yeah. are gonna hate me because oh, there's definitely. gonna be things I'm not gonna apologize for. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we're gonna go on a no apologies tour. No apologies tour. Um, um, if you had to say that there was a point to that documentary, what do you think the point of it was? I don't think there was any point because a lot of it just felt like they were interviewing the hashtag Free Britney people. Yeah. Um, I think it was more just like I can't even tell you if it was a cautionary tale either. Yeah. Right. Like. I think it was just to maybe open up a little wider on what conserv 
What conservative? Because she because within the last week she's also won some kind of battle with it, hasn't she? Yeah, but it's still such a confusion. Like I don't even know what. Which is crazy. Cause you, do you think the producers knew that, that was going to happen when they let this out? I think so. I think the like, more attention it was going to get, the more it was going to lean on a judge to really look at why it's happening, dang. like why this is all going on. Um, so I think it's great for the movement. But unfortunately, like yeah. what they were saying in the documentary is that once you sign over your rights to have a conservative, cons- am I saying it right? Conservatorship? Yes. You can, it's like locked in forever. You cannot be- wake up and one day and be like, I'm fully capable. Because why would we trust a crazy person to say they're not crazy? Right. But, which, which makes sense. Which... Guys, so the whole incident where she, like, shaved her head, this is something that I was surprised that I didn't actually know about, was that before she went to get to shave her head, she had just, uh, she just came back from Kevin Federline's house to try and see her kids, and he wouldn't let her, and the paparazzi caught that. So it was, like, this long string of events that happened in a matter of hours that caused her to, like, fucking lose her shit. But the paparazzi guy's like, no, she never and told us. And the How bad thing is, is that they used that few hours to... To determine to, the rest of her life. Yeah. You know what's funny? Um, we were watching this, right? And at the end, I, I look at Nicole, and I tell her, you know what this reminds me of is when Homer... Went crazy and they well didn't go crazy. They just labeled him crazy accidentally because of something Bart did on an application, right? Anyways, you gotta watch the episode. In the episode, he's talking to the psychiatrist in the insane asylum, and they're talking about how they how the society labels crazy people versus sane people, and how they basically are saying that some sane people can pass these tests and some crazy people can. And Homer tells him, well, how do you know who's crazy and who's not? And so he stamps his hand with a red stamp that says insane. And the entire episode, there's this running joke that Homer can't take that off of his hand. Because it's permanent. from The Simpsons, right? Because it's permanent. Because once you're labeled crazy. Yeah. You, you're you not going to trust a crazy person and I say they're not crazy. So I get the conservatorship lifetime thing. But it sucks when you're put on that. Yeah, because it was really... And you don't really need it. It was like... It was just a bad moment in her life. At but the like, end, he gets we... a certificate he has to carry around with him to prove he's not crazy. But you also <laughs> talked about the South Park episode where they featured yeah, Britney it al- Spears. Yeah, it also reminded me of the Britney episode on South Park. Um, and if you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. Uh, they basically... It's, it's a whole paparazzi thing where the kids are trying to get a picture of Britney... Um, making out with butters yeah, for paparazzi purposes, right? right? So they end up taking her under their wing because she shoots herself. But even though she is missing a half of her head, the producers of her music and everything are still making her make music. So everybody's like... The kids are like, you guys got to leave her alone. She's she's dying. No, she's fine. She's just on a hangover. Which is like It's eerie. such a metaphor. It's so crazy because they really show everybody taking pictures of her and it looks just like that. So when I first saw the episode, it was a joke. When I'm looking at this You're actually like, happening, oh, it's like, damn, like it was eerily similar. And it's just crazy how at the end of the episode of South Park, it it's the whole message is that like we as a society almost have to drive people to this insanity yeah. just for our own entertainment. And that's what I got from the Right, but isn't that like that's so 
scary. Those guys can get away with anything, by the way. Right, okay. But it's <laughs> That's so, a whole episode in its own. But it's so eerie because it's fucking true. Like, God forbid, let God forbid Brittany would have taken her life during, like, this very heinous moment, right? Yeah. It's still... The story still would have been told about her shaving her head. That picture would pop up all the time. Like, it's crazy. It wouldn't have because... been poor Britney. It would have been. Oh, well, duh. These are the things that she led, that led her to her. Yeah. Yes. Um, but hashtag free Britney, I mean, is really making a movement out there. And yeah. her fan, let me tell you something about Britney. And I, and I was doing this to Manny. She didn't need motherfucking Justin Timberlake. Like, she did it. Yo, let me just, I, I gotta find my words to say this. Her comeback mm-hmm. was like extraordinary, yeah. and that's like somebody you can. You tell, can't deny that. You can just tell from the type of musician, hard work, everything. Her fans never left, no matter how disastrous. Because like there were some instances where it was disastrous, and you're like, "Who the fuck let her on stage?" You can't go into a drag show and say something bad about Britney. She. Her comeback was just so fucking inspiring. Yeah. Regardless of what was wheeling it, if she had chose never to work again, that, you know, however that would have worked out. But, like, she kept coming back. And it didn't matter that she fucking shaved her head because when she came back, people were still talking about mm-hmm. it. Like, when she got her residency in fucking Vegas, that was huge. It was. Just um, the news alone. Just the, the news, news alone. alone. Um, And, like... Everybody bows. There'd be, like, Lady Gaga, uh, all these other artists. You can't say that they weren't influenced they by were her. They were definitely influenced by her. I mean, and then she obviously influenced by other people. Yeah. But I just think the documentary was a little... But I did hear that Netflix is now going to come up with their own documentary. Oh, yeah? Spheres. So I'm a little worried about what that looks like, to be oh, quite yeah. honest with you. Well, I feel like it's going to be dark. I feel like people out there are more willing to talk to Netflix than to Hulu. For some reason, no, because okay, so I know it wasn't a Hulu documentary. It wasn't a, New a Hulu York Times documentary, document, but it was on Hulu. There's a reason the New York Times documentary series isn't on Netflix, right? <laughs> because when you tune into a documentary on Netflix, you're in. you get the popcorn, yeah, <laughs> you get the yeah, wine, it's true, <laughs> and you sit down and you're ready for entertainment. And for you know it's not going to be one episode. <laughs> oh bro, no, yeah. they don't do that They're anymore. Gonna, like, dig in there. They don't um, do that at all. <laughs> but yeah, what did you guys think of? Of the documentary. What was yeah. it missing? What, what do you think the point of it all was? If there was one. Um, what's your favorite Britney Spears song? Um, wow. You know, to be honest, if you hear Baby One More, Hit Me Baby One More Time, <laughs> you can't help but listen to it and enjoy it. You, but it's not my favorite Britney Spears what's song. What's your favorite Britney Spears song? My very favorite Britney Spears song is the one where she's dancing with the chair. Stronger? Stronger? Yeah. Why? Oh, are you just like going back to your horny teenage years? No, it's <laughs> just that, like, like she was stronger. <laughs> and I'm stronger too because of that. I'm dead. I'm literally dead inside. Toxic's a pretty good um, song. Oh, I love Womanizer get... is like okay, an anthem. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I love all of Britney Spears songs. Um, I'm gonna cry. Circus is a pretty good song. Her oh, I mean that's what I was saying. You better work, bitch. That, is actually my favorite. That that's what I was saying before too. That Britney Spears is one of those artists that it doesn't matter how long it takes to come back. Anytime the announcement's made, it's like, oh shit! And Britney's gonna be there too. Yeah, she's she's it, bro. Like Britney, bitch. It's a thing. I know. Like, when you hear that, you know. Oh, my God. I'm like, getting too excited. I want to see her in concert. Like, if you're, like, let's say you're just in the car with your friends and you're just, and you're just 
hanging out. And a song like, a song from her comes on. Somebody in the car is going to say, it's Britney, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Oi, you better work, bitch. Okay, guys. Um, if you haven't seen the documentary, check out Framing Britney on Hulu. Follow hashtag Free Britney. It's a movement all over social media. You guys can find us at bobastories.co, our website for official merch and interviews. Yeah. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at Bubble Bath Stories. You can find me at Got No Time For This. And you can find me at Nikki Trends. Until next time. Bye.